Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Um, Danny Glover. Yeah, he tried. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, it's like as soon as we hit record. <laughs> Holy shit. My fucking ears are destroyed. Oh, my oh, God. God. All right, let's try this oh, again. Oh, God. But what is wrong with your system? What is brother? wrong with your hook with your oh. setup, brother? Let, let's try this again. <laughs> Jesus. You what know, it's funny. What's going on? Close to my head. You know, you know what you're doing, too, because you just did it. You know, it's funny because uh, our topic is reopening, and we're just going to have to keep starting this reopen, episode over yes. and over. Not so, really. I'm just going to let it go. First topic. <laughs> I, honestly, we're going to have to turn that down or something. We're going to have to give somebody a warning. They're going to blow their speakers out. No, I'll uh, I, I, I'll turn it down. I'm going to leave it in there, though. I'll leave it oh, in there, at least in uh, part, to, just to keep people on their toes. It's going to be like people are going to get two minutes into it and be like, fuck this. I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a cool new podcast I haven't heard of. Oh, wait. You just destroyed my ears. And it's the speakers fucking, in my car, and my baby, hour. my baby in the back seat's crying right now, and her ears are bleeding. Let's be honest; they were always crying if they were listening to this podcast. It's true. It's true. So, topic one: <laughs> <laughs> reopening. Um, so, a lot of states are in phase three. Um, many states down south. Uh, I don't even know if they had phases down south. They just did what they wanted, and they they, you know. they had they had phases in the same way that those like uh like stop motion photographs of something rot like something rotting. In, in, in. Oh, oh Jesus, Gunner! I, I don't know if we can do this tonight. If it's going to continue, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you got a bad connection or something, but like oh, whatever you. It's he's We're, probably getting like a text message at the same time or something. It's is, like is overloading it or something. How many how many uh, operations do you have running right now? How many how many I, different things are running? I, I, I don't are you mining know. for Bitcoin right now? <laughs> yes, I'm mining all of the Bitcoin. Okay, it's like it's like he's I'm got concerned. AOL messenger ring, and every time the chime comes in, he got a new message. It just breaks his sound card <laughs> because you know Linux is free. So as long as your time and your your friend's patience are worth nothing. <laughs> yes. Quote unquote, Gunnar Kennedy, two thousand four. <laughs> all right, all right. We do more we doing this. We've been doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, we're just gonna roll with it. We're just yeah. gonna roll with it, Gunner. I mean, if um, if the if the nasty sounds get so bad, I, I can pause the recording and then start it again. But uh, yeah, let's just go with it. It's, all right. You know, it's 2020. That sound effect that is that is 2020. It's like that, that video where the is. eagle grabs a shark out of the fucking ocean. That's 2020. It's also metal as fuck. It is. Um, 2020 has not been metal as fuck though. Although I guess it kind of has. Um, it's been mental as fuck. Yeah. No shit. So, I don't know. I, I believe I read somewhere that Florida had like over fourteen thousand cases of COVID, like diagnosed in a day. I don't know if that's completely true. If that's it, those it, are inflated it, numbers, it's only fourteen thousand cases. It's not. It's not bad. It's not great. Yeah, but in a day, <laughs> not well, like 
well, total no, the, in a day. The, well, the trick the trick you have to remember is that they only could test for fourteen thousand cases a day, so you you've uh, you know that then it's completely manageable under those contexts. They can only so, execute for sorry. Oh no, that's fine. You can talk. I have nothing valuable. So. Just make that sound again. We miss it. <laughs> Please don't make that sound again. <laughs> so we have no, an old cla- <laughs> we have an old classmate um, of ours, Christopher Kessler, uh, who is uh, in Maine, and he's works for the House of Representatives, right? Yes, I and don't know his in, exact he is title. In the House of Representatives. Yes, he is. He is a state representative. And uh, uh, you know that there's there's some of these policies, the policies that are like. If you see a business violating the reopening health codes, report them, right? Which will right. ultimately, um, I, I assume, shut down the business or at least impose fines upon the business. And uh, he's getting death threats I am to him. And that's fucked up, man. Part of me is like, like, this is fucked up. And then, like, another part of me is like, why are we okay with? this culture like it's 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 to me it's really odd right because it's i mean i know we need to to make sure that we reopen safely do you but aren't aren't there some no i do i do right i mean I, i saw a post i saw a post today saying how come basketball players um, get tested once a week and and school teachers uh, still haven't been asked to get tested. Like there's some really fucked up problems with our country problems where, where we're like perfect. We're like, Oh, they're athletes. They're, they're, they're just exposed to risks every day. It's like, well, what about the guy that drinks and smokes every night at a bar? Can't he make that decision too? Like it, why? Why is somebody? Why is an athlete that chooses to put their bo- their body in in, in harm's way? Because they okay, have- but somebody who wants to go out and and actually socialize, not um, it's, because they have it's more a- money because they make more money for people. Who I guess because yeah, money. it's because I would, I definitely I see your point. Um, but anytime I hear like a common man compare themselves to a professional athlete, that is like you know one of five or six guys per team responsible for like a multi-billion dollar corporation. I don't know if those things are comparable um, because but, 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 the average guy why, that – go ahead. Why, why not? Why not? I mean, because that those average guys guy that you're doing, talking about, he, yeah. might be carting, he might be carting food for 10,000 people every day in a truck. And he just sure. likes to have have a cigarette and a beer at the end of his day. Him, Be- him, him breaking down mentally because he hasn't because he hasn't actually been in the social environment that he's used to. It, it could have a ripple effect, actually a much larger ripple effect than an entertainment sport, which I really think is not something that we should be setting precedence on. We so shouldn't what- be saying that we that we're OK as a society to fucking Coliseum our tests. Well, but we're not okay you, for the working man to get the test. What, I don't. What like the fuck that. do you need a bar for, though? If you need some social fucking interaction, invite some fucking people over to your house and have a beer and smoke a fucking cigarette. Well, you dude. know that, that that has its own. You don't. Yeah. The, well, I I think part of the problem with, with this conversation is that it's really contextualized wrong. 
because you're saying like, why can't you do this or that? And the problem is, is that the reason that the guy can't have his fucking beer and cigarette is because this was fucking foobard from the beginning. Exactly. And then the rest of the world, you can deal. You, they're, they're starting to deal with this shit in like a fucking capable way again. And we for, you know, and again, you can get into politics and everything else. But the problem is, is that we exist in a reality where everyone that was supposed to have acted like a fucking adult in this decided that it was it wasn't their fucking problem well not everyone money to be made by not dealing with it and now oh actually they needed to deal with it but it's too fucking late and we've gone we've gone over the fucking cliff and now we're just trying to fuck now we're just trying to fucking ride the bus down and I, I guess what bothers the freaking fucking front of the window what bothers me what bothers me wade is that there's what people think is happening there's what's actually happening and then there's there's what should be happening and what's odd to me is that it, I mean, there's some weird things happening, right? Um, I drove by some bars this weekend. They're not six feet apart. They're not no, wearing yep. masks. No. And there's pictures of that all over the country. It's not, it's not just but, central New York, but why do we care? Why do we really care? Because it, because it, because pro- we're it, it promotes the, we're like, no, because it promotes the spread of the fucking virus. And puts us further fucking behind. What did Gunner just said? And I agree but, with him. I thought you'd agree with him. Some studies show that masks, but that masks actually contribute to the spread of it as well because you're touching your mouth I'm not talking about more. masks. Some studies say that washing your hands prevents it more. So really, what is it? And and what I what I'm really really afraid of. And and this is where I, I I'm I'm stuck in the middle. When people say stitch uh, snitches get stitches, right? I, I'm I'm a little bit in the middle because it's like what. Why are we imposing on other people's business? It's one thing when you're at a public beach and people are so jam-packed that you know that if the virus is going to spread, it's going to spread there, right? When you're that jam-packed. But when there's eight people sitting at a bar that comfortably sits 12, why are we why are we going crazy? This is the part that's confusing to me. And you know, in order to have these public restrooms, you're supposed to have somebody come in and completely clean it every 15 minutes, right? Are they doing that? Is there somebody going around and making sure that the bathrooms are being cleaned every 15 minutes? No, nobody's going in and doing these things. No, there's security. You're talking. This is a security theater. It's the same thing. It's the same bullshit that happened after 9-11 where they decided to stick the fucking PSA in every airport instead of, I don't know, fucking actually addressing the problem that started this, which is one, they made a double they made a devil's bargain with a government that basically uses international terrorism to distract from local domestic issues you know like i as a person who just had to travel a person who traveled to virginia and back this weekend i am telling you the north you know like there's 19 states currently on the ban mm-hmm. list for coming into new mm-hmm. york state we're going to hit 25 before the end of this fucking month and PA is going to be on it because none of those fuckers are 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 buying are, are none of those fuckers are buying into this at this point and it's going to flare it's going to flare up down there and it's going to To be completely honest, I, I I I'm starting to wonder if we should be buying into it at all. I'm really starting to grow concerned well, about well, this so, because so here's the question, this started why? off as a policy this started off as a policy to flatten the curve, right? And we've successfully done that. But when it starts turning into this policy to rat out business owners, 
that are just trying to make a living. I mean, how do you talk? To, how do you operate a bar with people sitting six feet from each other? I'm going to tell you. We knew the when we reopened don't. the bars that it was not going to be enforced. Turn it, That's turn why it was it. phase three. That's why it was phase four. Because the governor knew that it was not going to be enforced because it's a fucking bar. Right? You get a couple of drinks in your system and every word out of your mouth, you're like spitting into somebody's face. So, he knew Trace, that. So Trace, he waited and he knew that. My, why, my, are, my, why are we okay as a society to rat these businesses out? Okay. And this is so I I guess like this you, is you, an inherent tort. Do I get to fucking talk or no? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so you just agreed with Gunner that we didn't handle this the right way, and a lot of people didn't take this seriously, and that that was problematic. Yes or no? You don't agree with that? I agree. <laughs> so if you're going to open a bar, they say, yes. okay, but the rules have to be followed so that we don't promote the spread of the disease, correct? I don't agree with that. I don't agree that the point of this is to not spread the disease. I, that, that was never the point of this. That is where people are wrong. So what's the point? Yeah, what the is the point? The point is then? to prevent the disease from spreading at a rate faster than our hospitals can keep up with. And the point is to prevent the disease from getting to people that will die. That's the point. That's the point of, of, of slowing the okay. pandemic. I, I'm, I'm, and okay, that so doesn't, he, it, and that doesn't, you, that doesn't happen. That doesn't, that doesn't happen by ratting out businesses. All that does when you rat out businesses is it makes people want to fight for their lives. It makes people want to fight for fight for their right to socialize because they were told they could go there, and it makes the business owners that want to. It makes them want to want to take guns out of their cabinet, and it, 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 their their life is being jeopardized. Their livelihood is being jeopardized, and I feel like it, it turns the people on each other. And I think that it sends the wrong message to the people. And uh, although I do sympathize and I don't think that people, the members of the House of Representatives should have their lives threatened for these policies, I think that they should stop and reconsider that they're threatening other people's lives when they're asking us to rat people out. They really are threatening other people's lives. So they I guess like what, what is your solution are. then? If bar owners are just going to ignore the fucking rules, what's the solution? No plan? Just fucking do what you want? Limit the number of people in the bars. That's what they've Which done. What the rule is for? Okay, yeah. but but you can't you can't keep them six feet apart from each other. That's, the problem is not the the problem is not the six feet apart from each other. The problem is the massive lines outside that are not being that are not being monitored by the bar. People How does trying the bar to get do that? You hire does fucking it, security and you tell them, dude, but they get haven't the fuck had money. But wait, they haven't had money for, for months. How are they going to have so much security just to manage a line and get, space people out on a sidewalk? Then I you guess know as the, well as I do point, that dude. those people are taking their own risk. It's the same dumbasses that are blocking the fucking they're blocking the highway because they're trying to get a cup of coffee and the drive-through line is backed up into the road. And they're blocking all of the people in the driveway. They need to just leave. They're putting themselves in danger and they need to just leave. So I, I I guess this maybe that's well, my opinion. Actually, this 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 is this is an interesting because this is this is effectively the previous conversation I've had where people fucking texting on their fo phone while they're driving are the equivalent of people waving a a, a loaded gun with a with its safety off at people, and maybe this is an American thing. Maybe maybe we're all just maybe the majority of us are just fucking crazy, like we can't be trusted. 
to act like fucking group interested actors. You know, I mean, like, it, it, this, you know, the, we're already on the ban list for travel across the, you know, for a bunch of countries. Mexico said to stay the fuck out, which I guess Trump got his I, Trump got his wall. I mean, just probably not in the context he was looking for. But I, it's just like maybe maybe we're too fucking crazy. I maybe, I, I just I, I don't. Just, what, what I'm really afraid of, Wade, this is what I'm really afraid of, is I'm afraid of what, what happens. I mean, I, I'm a parent, right? And this happens all the time to parents. The neighbors observe something and they call child protective services on their neighbors. And I mm -hmm. feel like we're encouraging people to have this behavior. Now, there's a lot of times when those phone calls to child protective services are the only way those children are protected. And I get that. Sure. But there's also a lot of unnecessary stress on parents. Because the neighbor observed something that w that 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 they that they they passed judgment on somebody and they really didn't they either didn't know what was happening, or they their judgment their judgment was a little bit too quick. And I saw, yeah, go ahead. yeah, Sorry. go ahead. No, no, you you get my. I point. guess in that context, the stress that the parent feels for that short period of time after child protective services cleans everything up and figures, okay, that we understand what's going on far, uh, doesn't outweigh the, the calls that are made that actually are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like good calls where those children need to be removed from that home. Like I'm okay with somebody being stressed. I hate that people are stressed out when they get called in the situation, but everything gets exonerated and yeah, you're stressed out for a little bit, but you talk to child protective services, you tell them, Hey, this is actually what's going on. Go ahead and interview the kids. And, you know, you're taking care of your kids. You're doing a good job. You shouldn't have to worry after that. No, you shouldn't have had to worry to begin with because, because people need to exercise better judgment, and they don't. And I truly, honestly feel this yeah, way. Trace, but that's nothing, that's nothing new. This has been, that's been going on forever. Throughout human history, people have been ratting on each other for yeah. multiple reasons, but sometimes not I, valid I, reasons. I, I, but, I, I, but, but there was a point where, where it was – where it was perceived differently by our culture. When our, when our leaders are, are, are encouraging us to do it, right? The same thing happened with the SAFE Act. And Gunnar knows exactly what I'm talking about. And there was, we were incentivized to rat out people who were violating the SAFE Act when it came to guns in New York State. Now, this is an odd one because if you had, uh, if you had, uh, the uh, a magazine capacity over the allowed amount, you just have to take bullets out of it, right? So you can be no, in violation. No, actually, you have, no, to, you have to turn you the have magazine. They change the gun. Yeah, actually, I, I know a bunch of people. I know a bunch of uh, Kohler. Uh, I know a bunch of people who had to get guns out, uh, get parts of the guns out of the state. Yeah, you can't have a you can't have a the the high capacity magazines. Those are illegal in New York. I'm yeah, pretty sure you can only have you can you only can't own ten, the magazine. You can, only, you can only have ten rounds in a rifle, uh, and depending on whether it's a fixed or removable magazine, there are certain features on the firearm that have to be either at, that can either be present or have to be removed. And it, yeah, it's it's like there there's a whole business with making New York State safe AR-15s now, or Safe Act compliant AR-15s. And basically, the gun is bolted, like the the magazine is bolted into the gun, for all intents and purposes. So you got to load the gun, essentially. That's crazy. But it, it's 
you know, and, and maybe this is this is a bigger problem, which is that like fundamentally your your concern with people ratting each other out is maybe more along the lines of a bigger problem, which is that effectively uh there might be different co- you might there might be a couple coats of paint on it, but we live in kind of a we we kind of live in a less bashy police authoritarian state at this point. Like they're not dragging people from their homes quite yet, but there and is a certain and, and, overwhelming. There is a certain overwhelming investigatory power that has been placed in and, the presence of the state. And, and the culture terrifies me. It, it it absolutely terrifies me. I, I guess you think that this. I, I guess that it sounds like you feel this is some sort of a departure to how things have always been. And I, you know what I mean. Like like things are changing now. That it's not. I kind of feel like people have always been ratting people out and there's always, especially from like law enforcement, they've always been, you know what I mean? Oh, if you see something, say something. Yep. You think something shady's going on, call the cops. Like it's been like that for as long as I've been alive. I, I, and I get that. And, and I, and I'm with you on that, but it's different than shutting down a business that has a line outside the door. And, and honestly, a lot of it, the problem is, a lot of these, like the bars are just, they're not even adhering to any of the rules, any of the occupancy rules and shit like that. And they go, they get inspected and they're found like, like here in uh, Rhode Island, there were like 20% of the bars were not in compliance, meaning they were allowing way more people in than they, they were told and they were doing it because they didn't think they were going to get caught. So but, uh, but first of all, first of all, there's not universal free testing. That's a big fucking problem. My brother had this virus. You know how he found out? He went and gave blood. Donated blood, right. He doesn't have health insurance, so he couldn't actually get tested. And what what bothers me is is that we're creating policy to mask widespread issues with the execution of handling of this virus. They don't want want to test. It's not fair to the guy that owns the bar that we have a full infrastructure failure. And he's the one taking the fall for it. Now I'm with you. There is there is always a level of irresponsible business ownership, and I'm with you on that. But so, whose job is it to turn those businesses in? Is it the people going to those businesses, or is it the people that walk around and inspect those businesses? Because I mean, let's face it: the restaurant violations that we all hear of they happen nine to five, Monday through Friday, because that's when those fucking state workers work. But the bars are open late, so you know what? Let's have the people that go and drink at the bars turn it in. Or maybe the people driving by the bars turn it in. And I I just don't like it when our government encourages this culture. You're right. There's always been this concept of right on something if if, if something bad is happening, right? Yeah, well, no. It's always been read on something if you feel like there's something suspicious going on. So it's always been encouraging a fucking questionable judgment just because you're not fucking you're not trained you're not a fucking trained detective so whatever seems suspicion to you it may be caused by some sort of a bias that you're even unaware of but but my fear though is that people it's not that they aren't trained it's that they're just being idiots they're being selfish idiots and they're being reactive selfish idiots they stop and see something and they say oh my god i want to be a part of this I'm going to, I'm going to call this in because I can't believe what they're doing. And 
it's almost like a form of like it's it's a form of like like um uh, it's this polarization that I'm seeing over this virus, and it, it, I'm really concerned about it, Wade. I, whether or not I believe that there should be lines, whether or not I believe that the bars are, you know, turning a blind eye and just allowing this to happen, I don't like the fact that we're just encouraging this idea of driving around and ratting on businesses. It sounds, it sounds like you're going to get a toxic situation and make it even worse. It sounds like you're going to turn the people on themselves even more. And I don't know why our government would do this. I don't really think at the end of the day, it's going to be saving as many lives as they think it is. I think it's going to be turning the Republic on itself. I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know. I mean, what the fuck? So you have a bar that refuses to follow the rules. Someone is concerned about the public health. They, they, they walk by it. They drive by it. They're like, "That's fucked up." They report it. Bar gets shut down. That ho- that potential hotspot's no longer available, and you only had to worry about one business owner, as opposed to fucking hundreds of people spreading the virus. So I, I guess you didn't want to follow the rules. You didn't want to take care, and you want to blame it on the nature of your business. Well, well, I'm really sorry. This, this so he, the, the other. But the same thing could this. be done with legislation by simply making free tests. By tracking the spread of this virus. And, and, and I don't think that, you know, to you, it's just one small business, but it's not. It's the people that like to go to that business. It's all the people that work at that business, the business owner. It's the families of all of those workers. It affects a lot more people than just one small business. And that's what we're fine. We're fine that being the expense instead of our government taking responsibility for this thing, tracking the virus. How about we get educated on how it spreads? I still don't know. I still don't know if it can spread asymptomatically. I keep hearing conflicting results. I still don't know if wearing a mask is good in public. The CDC says one thing, and then the World Health Organization says another thing. And I still don't know if we're supposed to be wearing masks in public. Now, we're told we have to, and we do. We comply. Our state has been pretty good about that. Even the people that think this is bullshit, they're wearing masks because they want to go in and buy stuff. Right. They don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part, they don't have a choice. Some of them them do exercise their choice because they technically have a choice. The business just is supposed to turn them away. And it's the business's responsibility to do that. But this is an odd way to do it, right? We're going to prevent the spread of a virus by punishing businesses that don't enforce rules that certain health organizations say are stupid. Meanwhile, no, yeah, universal free testing. Yeah. But I guess it's like, why are you not more critical of the establishment then of the executive branch? That's partly responsible for that. The executive branch being responsible for testing. Yes, spearheading the fucking policy that everyone should be tested. New York State's the hotspot early on to this virus. Our governor said, I'll take over testing for our state. He said it. He's like, we can do that. We got the hospitals. We can do that. Well, yeah, we got the hospitals. You have the distribution. But you know what we don't have? We don't have a way to give everybody a test because we still require insurance to do so. And I think that's fucked up. I think in a pandemic, that's the time. That you don't. And we already do this with the flu. So it's so odd to me. Like we have flu clinics. You can go and get a free test for the flu or, or get a, get a free vaccine for the, for the flu. And maybe it's the difference between vaccine and testing, but like we there, there's that's available. There's free, free flu vaccines. Yes. I always thought you had to have insurance for those. We have to, if you, if you go, there's clinics that you can yeah. go to for, okay. for just did not know the, that the, the, the big issue with the testing 
is that it's bandwidth constrained. Like you can only run so many fucking PCR tests at a time. Like the antibody test is not 100, you know, like neither of them is 100% effective. And it's also because again, you know, like it, it's not like there's a, there's multiple failures of leadership and you can say whatever. And but is it effective? Because this is another problem I have. And I'm sorry to cut off your second point, but I want to focus on that first one. How do we know how effective it is? We still don't even know that. How can we not know the percentage of effectiveness of an antibody test? How do we not know? How do we, how do not, we not have numbers on this? Well, well, if one, if the antibodies are we're effective, not using, we're not using consistent, if, we're not using yeah. consistent tests. Hundreds of millions of people in this country, yet I have have not heard one percentage that everyone can agree on for how effective the antibodies test is. Somebody told me that it's up to 30% false positive. So does that mean that my brother never got it? It's, well, I, I mean, there's a on. one in three chance no, according the, to that, that statistic. Are you talking about the antibody tests or are you talking the about antibody that, the, the early antibody. tests that, that got put? I haven't heard any statistics on that yet. As far as I knew, this is far too too. It's too far in, in its infancy, essentially. Well, I mean, because the, the other the other issue is is that the antibody the issue with the antibody test is that it's not it's not like it's a fucking it's not like it's a clock that winds down at a consistent pace. The pl the plasmid count in people's blood is 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 distributed over that population, and the the serum levels can go down. So there's a maximum like there's a maximum de detectable threshold that's required. So if you fall out of that window. Before you get the test, it it. Um, but the the there we also have significant supply constraints, and part of that is because we keep doing shit like, oh, we're gonna buy up the fucking uh, hydrochloroquine stock, or we just did a deal where basically we bought all the fucking remdesivir that's being manufactured. The the not the cure, but that one drug that they're the the anti immune response drug. That they had originally developed for Ebola, but they're looking to use it as a treatment to lower the severity of a of a negative COVID, like the, the, the fucking where you're getting intubated and stuff. But we just bought all of it. And other countries are like, well, fuck you, then we're not sending you the chemicals that you need to run the fucking PCR test. Which which to your point is still yeah, like there's still there's still issues with the PCR test not coming through correctly. Because you have multiple labs doing it now, and there's issues with contamination where people fucking stick their finger in the fucking t the tube, and they're cross-contaminating, so people are coming back with false positives because... And, 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 and Gunnar, I get that, but th that should be fairly consistent throughout most tests, right? There should always be that, that, that range of error. Let's say 2% of the people put their penis in the test. We know that there's penis contamination on 2% of those tests, then... We can say that it's 98% effective. That's 98% accurate, I mean. What's, what's tough about this one is that I, I still hear all of these people arguing about the accuracy. And even WhiteHouse.gov's um, uh, uh, PDF on this just says you probably have had it. It doesn't say there's an 80% chance, there's a 90% chance, right? They just say you probably have had it. And you probably won't get it again, but we don't know. There's there's also kind of a, a deliberate agenda that they're trying they want Americans to get burned out about it because it reflects negatively on the person who sits at the top of the way at whitehouse.gov. You know, he's like he's 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 hoping that people will just get fucking outrage fatigue and not you know just kind of like tune out when fucking 
hundreds of thousands of people are coming down with it on well, a daily but, basis. But, 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 but what you're describing though, is the difference between Wade and I, right? I'm starting to get burned out by this. I'm starting, I'm starting to watch this, this culture of people who just, they just wake up every day and they want to mask shame people. They want to, they, they just want to turn in businesses. I mean, it's, it's a recommendation to wear a mask. And the businesses are how we're forcing people to wear a mask. Congratulations. Congratulations. You realize that a significant portion of the people that you live with are horrendous ugly and want, want, want your doom <laughs> or the doom of those That's around completely you. completely fucking true. I wouldn't say the vast majority. No, but I mean a significant, a significant, a significant portion of them. I mean, yeah. Did I, did I say vast majority? I hope I didn't say vast majority. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> Maybe that's what that's what I. But heard. you know, no, it's 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 like it, it works out. It's about thirty percent. Thirty percent of the people around you would, if given the opportunity, if not straight up fucking go and purge on you, would 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 be. It's it's the running over turtles. There's you know like that's that that's the biggest thing is that. I, I gotta find the fucking statistics, but yes, is that they, there's there is a consistent distribution of population that if they see the turtle on the road, they will aim the car at it. And it's I, not, it's not an economic thing. It's not it's not a fucking education thing. It's pretty consistent across human demographics. Is that about thirty percent of the population will kill the turtle if given the chance? I uh, as far as the antibody thing, the antibody goes. I. What's the significance of that? Because there's definitely no studies that say just because you've had this before means you won't get it again. All, well, all this, no, all that's the, actually that's almost all viruses, though. Well, the, the, the actually, I think you're good for things. about three months, and then after that, roughly three months, I believe the studies have said, and then after that, you're you potentially susceptible it, again, right? It it depends on the virus. It really depends on the virus. Like with the flu, you're not supposed to get the same strain again. If you get the flu again, it's supposed to be another strain. But you can get the same cold. So that's the issue with COVID. That's the issue with coronaviruses, i.e., cold viruses, is that you can get the same cold again. It, it, but it, the, 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 the thing is, is that it, it, this is why, this is why this disease is a problem, and it's not going to be the last one. Is that like, one, if you have it, you may not have a, you may not have a severe response the next time. But now they're saying that they're also like they're they're actually starting you know with the number of patients that they're seeing right now, you know like with the number with the, the initial data and you talk about this and the, this actually gets interesting in and of itself. Uh, this gets into the history of human human evolution, because uh, supposedly they're saying that uh, people with uh, a certain percentage of Neanderthal genes are actually more susceptible to the cytokine storm level like fucking you know wipe you out kind of infection mm -hmm. versus the the debilitating this is going to suck for a like a month or two and it's it's you, you know this 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 gets into this like whole like you can't you can't treat populations as singular entities because even though you know like we're descended from common ancestors and stuff like that there there are actual genetic difference there are genetic genetic lineal differences in population groups, just like how people have different blood types, uh, will respond to certain uh, dietary and uh, 
you know, actually even like the, the they're actually looking at like some there's like differences in how cancer develops in people depending on their rhesus factor and their 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 blood type and stuff like that and that's actually one of the things they talk about that is that the blood types are blood types are yeah. associated i've heard a lot of people asking that lately i've heard a lot of people asking hey what's your blood type i've heard i've been hearing that but but that blood type that blood type has uh what you know and again we talk about this you know like you're kind of inferring things because there's not any fucking neanderthals hanging around but blood type distributions, you can actually pretty much tie them down to certain large um, populations that evolved through, you know, like evolved through, you know, uh, Africa, Eastern Europe, Central America. Um, it's the same thing, like, while, why you have, uh, you know, people who came from the Asiatic regions that populated the, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, like the Polynesian or uh, people who populated the early Americas and stuff like that. There's certain, there's certain genes that are responsible for metabolic issues. Like, uh, you know, that's the other thing too, is that COVID doesn't affect everybody the same fucking way. There's vascular issues. People are having fucking cerebral neural issues. You know, it's, you know, like they say, it's a blood, they say it's like almost like a blood vessel disease more than a fucking cold. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I've heard no, that too. I've heard people talking about that they they shouldn't be using ventilators. They should be working on uh, oxygen absorption in the blood instead. Like well, zinc, vitamin D. Anyways. Yeah, and and they sedate you to put to put you on them. I mean, like, um, did, did, did actually did you have to get did, when you had your uh, pulmonary embolism there or your your, your blood clot? Wait, did you have to did yeah. you have to go full intubation? Uh no. They did not. They, uh, they had really just, like a mask ventilator or just a cannula. I, I was on oxygen um, mm -hmm. and a, a heparin drip essentially for a month the, almost. In, yeah, in the blood and just keep the oxygen. The, like you know what 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 levels that my lungs could oxygenate my blood. Just make sure it's you know get a little more oxygen yep. in there, a little more oxygen rich kind 80, of air 80, in there. Eighty five percent is not fun. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It sucks ass. So some pictures came back from uh, Ocean City this Fourth of July weekend, and they were their beaches were jam packed. And I remember I remember people being really upset at the beginning of the virus when some beaches in Florida were jam packed. Um, people concerned that it was going to, um, you know, cause the virus to spread faster. Of course, Ocean City has tried to reopen. Uh, safely, so you know, it took them a while to say yes. We're going to be open for lodging. I haven't, I haven't seen what the restaurants look like, but I can only assume they're similar to ours, where the servers are wearing masks. Um, but one thing I thought was weird is they made an announcement that they're going to be moving their fourth, their their Fourth of July fireworks to New Year's Eve. Okay. Huh. And the Is reason there anybody <laughs> there in New Year's Eve? <laughs> no, there's in Ocean nobody City, there at all. Maryland? There's nobody there at all. No, there's nobody. And and even if you were to go there, I mean, there's not much you can do, you know, uh, uh, in Ocean City um, in the winter. Most of the businesses, the, the nice things there are closed. Even the restaurants, a lot of them are closed. Some of them are open year-round. Cool. But uh, if you did go to see them, 
you would like be stuck indoors back when the pandemic comes like back at full force, right? I mean, we don't oh, know for sure, really but fucking hope not. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't that, isn't that an odd? Right. Isn't that an odd? Well, I think honestly, I think they they anticipated that it was going to be just way too crammed, and if if anything, it's bad optics, right? Yeah, because you're essentially. Yep. Anybody, any you're, you're pretty much telling anybody over the age of fifty, don't come here, and that's you know a significant spending power. People, people right. that people typically at that age have more money to spend on they vacations, did. and well, they used to. <laughs> but <laughs> historically speaking, right? Um, you guys are going to be fifty pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, not too far. But that being said, <laughs> I, I see some of the pictures, and it's kind of like, I mean, if they're real pictures, which I assume they are, I assume they line up with the news articles, Thank but you. we know how sometimes that's, yeah, we know sometimes it's not true. It's uh, it's just a bad optic. You know what I mean? If I'm someone that's concerned with contracting this, I, I don't think I want to go there. You know what I mean? And, and But that, that being said, it's going to be. It's weird. It's I heard that this past weekend, which is massive, massive for like the Cape, like Cape Cod up in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was dead up there, which I didn't mm-hmm. expect. I expected it was just going to be jam packed and nobody, well, kind of, everyone, kind of ignoring distancing. But everybody up there was like, "Fuck it." Connecticut's mm-hmm. not fucking around on that stuff. On this stuff, no, though, right? Connecticut's not fucking joking well, around. No. You know, you know, you talk about ad- adaptations and stuff like that. So, uh, the the, the one of the big premier uh, fuzzbutt cons was supposed to be this weekend, um, and they had to can they had to cancel because you know like the fucking middle of the plague, and it's weird because they effectively they had to, they they built the entire place in VR, and the VR con actually was about the same population as if it would have been in physical, and in, like that mm-hmm. was over like thirteen fourteen thousand people. And it's, you know, like you talk about, you talk about just like fucking people trying to find ways to socialize in the fucking nuttiness, yeah. as it were. And, and I think some events do work well. Switch to virtual. I think some events um, it just just f- fail miserably. Is virtual. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was. I got to tell you about. I I was talking to the, uh, one one of my employees about this. Um, Listen, I'm a fucking diehard football fan. I love football. Um, I love all sports, really. I, I, I think it's, you know, it, it can take the mind off it. At this point, I don't see how you're going to do it. If, it, if shit's going to continue to get worse, you're definitely not going to be able to do it with fans. I don't know how you're going to do college football at all. Um, well, but you're not going to be able to. Where, where the government yeah. said you're not liable if somebody, if, if your, your whole team dies. Like, well, that's that's the, a study went out. I, I don't even want to go into that study because I don't think I, I don't know where they pulled that fucking data from. But mm-hmm. there was a short, long story short. It's, this is not what I was kind of going to not. I'm not even transitioning to, but not what I was going to. But point I was going to make. But a study was done. Um, the NCAA hired uh, like an independent um, group of uh, what are they? En- entomologists. What what are they? Epidemiologists. Epi- epidemiologists. Excuse me. Yes. Thank you. Um, and they said just based on statistics, uh, potential infection rates and, th- and and stuff like that, if there were no, you know, if there were even without fans or anything like that, you could probably expect the death of between like six or seven uh, college football players. Be- just statistically right. speaking, because there's, statistics. it's such a high, right. right, no guarantees or whatever, but that freaked a lot of colleges out. Mm-hmm. A, but what I was talking was 
dude, is this not the moment for like esports to fucking step up and 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 be on fucking TV? Well, they've been they've been trying, but the problem with that is, uh, turns out there's a lot of fucking sex predators in the esport. And that's not uh, the topic I'm going to, but it's I would imagine like like now more than ever, like Evil got canceled this year. Well, yeah, because of that, because the president because got wrapped up in that kind of stuff and everybody was just started pulling out. Right. I, no pun intended. I, I don't know what the future esports look like, but um, I don't know. I don't hear a lot of people talking about them. So I just figure at this point, like there are no sports essentially. Yeah. Like, do, do you want yeah, something? <laughs> yeah, you'd think they'd take you'd you'd think they'd take over. And you know, John Oliver had an interesting segment talking about how, you know, marble racing now has, you know, it's it's at its peak that it's ever been. But what's its peak? I mean, did its peak go from 0.002% of people in the United States well, to 0.003% of people in the United States? Because there's a there, there's a maximum saturation of people that even want to watch a virtual event. And uh, I, I, people like to see higher stakes. They like to see um, they like to see athletes that, that that have to push their bodies to physical limits. It's not that not, not the game don't, death. but it, yeah, exactly. They really they really do. They want it. They want to see risk of death. I mean, NASCAR is is evidence of that, right? Yeah, NASCAR is one that can do it. Actually, like NASCAR yeah. actually, can't do it with fans, but NASCAR can do. It. You're in wasn't, cars. There a whole, wasn't there a whole thing where one of the NASCAR drivers got busted for having a fucking ringer drive a ringer drive for him in the the esport competition? Oh, that's I don't, I don't, this, I don't this, know. This, <laughs> yes, I went to look at we to go look that up. But yes, it's like there was a whole thing where he was talking shit, and it found out that somebody was racing for him online versus like in person. And but um, I think part. You know, this this gets into a bigger thing. You talk about like why esports aren't like kind of just fell off the curve, and it's because esports were getting a big push because they were desperate to try and monetize something else. Yeah. And now that like the reality of like what the fucking mm-hmm. economic situation and the 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 world is, all that fuck all that fucking chuckle fuck money just kind of withdrew back into the. In, in into the coffers and uh they're waiting for all these landlords to get the fuck you know landlords to go fucking broke from not getting paid rent so they can go uh buy up all their property here's the other question oh, go ahead. um the other the other issue i see with these sports is that um it it's based around the idea of a dedicated viewer time and there there's definitely people that like to watch live streaming video games yep but I feel like like there's a there's a, a a shifting culture where where most most of the people that aren't consuming the the, the your your classic definition of sports are have kind of started moving more towards a uh, an on demand type service, right? Where they watch it when they want to, and when they do watch a stream, it's like it's a very very specific one. It's like well, I follow this one gamer, and I'm rooting for him. Right. I, sure. I don't I don't yet see like like a whole bunch of people rooting for a team of players. Like they might want to watch an event because one one guy that they've been following for the last five or ten years is going to be playing. But I don't see like the as much of the team loyalty. Right. Where people are just, you know, like go Giants. I don't I don't I don't hear that yet. So I, I think maybe the demand's not there. Well, I, I think I wonder this. I pose this question. When it comes to sports, I wonder if 
it's more um, accessible and more more people are into sports because at one point or another, whether it be junior high, Pop Warner, high school, maybe in college, everyone is at least even even phys ed. Everyone is at least a little bit experienced some sort of a sport, some sort of a physical competitive event, right? Mm-hmm. So you so you can gauge like mm-hmm. you know football it's like you know like those right. guys are unbelievably good and you know you can say you yeah. can remember how difficult maybe it was to play that sport on the field i think a lot of people over the age of like 45 mm-hmm. 40 even i would say even 40 probably didn't play counter strike at all like yeah. probably didn't play league of legends probably haven't played a lot of these competitive games and so they're just like this is just a dumb game like this is anybody could do this you know what i mean and that makes it maybe less elite and then maybe makes the product in their eyes, more diluted, like that just normal people are just doing this shit. Yeah. And I just wonder if that's a factor. I think part of it, too, is that it's, you know, maybe going back to the death thing, is that it really doesn't work out. It really doesn't get traction until it's like the Matrix where when people get fucking when people get shot, you're seeing like you're seeing like the pain station yeah. kind of thing. Well, what, what do you or, think? What do you think if it went to like, stakes? What if you think if it went to stakes? Like it was like like this this team is gonna lose. They have to they have to front fifty thousand dollars, and this could fucking yeah. make or break them. And yeah. now the shit gets kind of real because the reaction that you get when yeah, they lose. Then it gets into how about this? Gambling. How I'm gonna riddle you something, Wade. Yeah, maybe it takes the schools accepting it as extracurricular. Where you can actually stay after school, and you you can actually be like, "Hey, I'm the Canastota Counter Strike team, and I'm going to go against college esports teams now." Yeah, but they're not very mainstream or popular. But that's not the norm. To Wade's point, though, to Wade's point, though, Gunner, is that we we watch our children and and our parents watched us participate in these competitive sports since we were really young, whether it was pop Warner, you know, or, uh, what's the soccer baseball one? or yeah. Uh, yeah. What is the soccer one? It's what got a like, lot of letters in it or like, or, you know, uh, club teams for volleyball, basketball, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But that's like, yeah. The parents get invested, which means that it's like kind of like a bonding thing. So even if you don't become a professional volleyball player or soccer player, you're, you, you might actually really be interested in people that are, and your parents might be interested. It might be something that you do together, but yeah, it's, 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 it's maybe, maybe it is more of a cultural thing where we would have to accept it more, um, you know, into stuff like schools or, you know, or, or the pop Warner, it, it would be weird if, if pop Warner all of a sudden said, Hey, we've, we, we can't make any money anymore because we can't have physical uh, football practices. So pop Warner is going to shift and they're now going to be a counter-strike team <laughs> nationwide. Not, I mean, can you imagine though? Don't go, go, jungling, ahead, on I'm sorry. Don't go like, jungling on my ass. <laughs> well, this is League of legends, but like, Im- imagine like there's, I mean, Canastota High School, right? Let's just say there's there's a JV team, there's a varsity team, there's a modified team for seventh and eighth grade junior high, and you know all the kids try out, all the kids play, play, play. The best players get taken. They you're scored on a system until eventually you're like, okay, these are the five representatives for Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. Now you have to go to the you know now you have to play against matches outside of that. You know what I mean? And you're practicing, practicing, and maybe the rotation gets switched in and switched off until 
you know, until you see how you do in the league, and then there's a playoff system, and it became somewhat competitive, and people took it seriously because they dedicated time to it, and they recognized that there is skill, like yeah. you know, that you need for it. So but I think that's the perceived problem is that they don't see it as something that's that's good, right? And which I don't understand is like, but you fucking think, like you accept bowling and people that yeah. play darts as skilled, but like. You exactly. don't see the similarities to a video game. Do you do you, right. do you think part of it? Do you think part of the weird juxtaposition too is that? I mean, football is the closest. You know, football is the most direct one. But, like most video games, um, you know, I know they get the tag, but they're effectively murder simulators, right? And so, one way or know, another, sure. One way or another. That's what football is, though, too, though. But football is, you know, but it's it's like one's okay and one the other's not, you know, like just yeah. Your objective is to fucking no, harm someone on the is, on the opposing side. This, this, I, I, I know what you're saying, Gunner, from an objective perspective, but there's more than there's more than that to the objective because if you think about someone who plays soccer, they don't they don't drink a twelve pack of Mountain Dew every night usually. And even if no, they no, no. do, they're healthy yeah. enough that it's not it's not going to give them immediate health side effects. So yes. I, I think as parents, you're more proud of a child that's that's doing physical activity. So unless they're doing the um, you know, painting while while running on a treadmill right. well, and this, well, <laughs> so this 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 is the question is that so when we get to ready player one level fucking stuff, does that is that the threshold when it becomes okay, we can kind of see this as an actual legitimate human endeavor? When they got the fucking zero, you know, like they got the fucking 360 treadmill. But, but if you're there, and, though, if you're there, then it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing as as modern sports, or as current as 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 our classic definition of sports. It's it's everything that a sport is. You just don't have to be physically there, but you're still physically active. You still your your physical capabilities matter. So- so does it come back to the effectively there has to be some suffering to make it? <laughs> I think it's cultural. I think it's after after Wade talked about it, after Wade described Pop Warner, I'm convinced it's cultural that um that esports will will grow in popularity organically if they're more culturally accepted. Well, cuz yeah, there has there has to actually be like a progression system cuz right now it's not it's not like there's you know, it, yeah, because it, it's kind of just it spawned whole cloth. It spawned whole cloth. There's no concept of like, okay, we did we 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 did this we did this you know like we did this from an early age and here's the next level of it and here's the next level of it and here's the next level of it. And not right. to mention, I do think not, the games right have to get a little of... more sophisticated. And and yes. I I I, I kind of think this goes almost goes back to our third episode, anime and ownership, where we it, I. I asked the question to you guys. I said, if anime is so good, right? And this is just me being naive. And that was kind of my role on that topic because I don't, I don't, I don't know that much about it. And I said, if anime is so good, how come there hasn't been any really popular uh, anime? I mean, there, there's a, there, there, there's some that would qualify as that, but not ones that, that, that would generally be the classic definition of it. And I have to say uh, that was, that was, that was two years ago when we recorded that episode, right? That was that was April of 2018. It doesn't seem like we've been recording for two years. It's crazy. It, it was two years crazy. ago when we recorded that episode. And I have to say, I, I, I have to eat my words because I feel like 
like because of services, um, uh, because of streaming services, it finally is making it into the masses. It finally is becoming pop culture. Uh, have you heard of like the rap artist Megan The Stallion? She's she's no. relatively new. Have you heard of her at all? No, I, I haven't heard culture. of Megan. No, she's. Uh, I guess if you wanted to compare, like she's kind of in the the vein of like Nicki Minaj, like very very sexed up, very very mm -hmm. um, pro female, you know, kind of using sexuality to their strength to her strength or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Good looking gal. I'm not a massive fan of her rap, or whatever, but she actually uh, just signed a deal with uh, Crunchyroll, and uh, they're gonna be she they're gonna voice? be collabing. She, no, she's gonna be they're collabing a clothing line. And she actually like called out like a few few like uh, manga and anime uh, animes that she watches, and it's just it's kind of cool oh, wow. to see like a mainstream yeah. rapper. I think I actually I think I did actually see some pieces from the supposed like that they were kicking around. It was in like an interview. I'm not sure. Uh, I think it was. Um, it may have been. I, I think it may have been an Instagram live like interview or something like that that she had done, but she's done some like photo shoots where she's uh, referenced like my hero academia. She loves Naruto, things like that. And it's, and it's not just like, you know, just saying it cause she thinks maybe it's, she's actually a fan. Like she's a fan of the shows and a fan of the art form, which is kind of interesting because you don't see, right. it's, she's, she's the first one I can first rap artist. I can remember like well, openly, like being like, yeah, I'm an anime fan. I'm a, I'm yeah. a manga fan. I mean, like, you know, it's it's nerd epochs of nerd culture, but like, um, kung fu movies. Yeah, the Wu Tang kung Clan. Movies, like, mm -hmm. you know, in the in 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 early rap, because that was just you know that was what that was what availed. You know, you got a whole generation of rappers that are you know rappers that came up with fucking YouTube YouTube clips and fucking street you know like pirate dubs getting well, dumped I, on the web i i feel like it's a little more ballsy to come out as an anime fan now than it was a kung fu movie fan out in the 90s you know early 90s late 80s you know but but i don't at the same time i think it's kind of innocuous can i tell you a, an embarrassing story that happened to me today at a gas station you didn't try and final flash somebody right no so there was one of the one of the women behind the uh the cashier she was behind the the cash register she had this shutting gun mask, and I was like, "Oh, dude, cool shutting gun mask. I like that." And I said it kind of with an earshot of her other coworkers, and she uh, gave me this weird look, like, "Oh, dude, don't fucking out me here!" Like as a huge yeah. nerd. Uh -huh. And so she was kind of like, "Huh?" And I was just like, mm -hmm. "Oh no!" <laughs> like she's not gonna be like. She was like, "Uh huh, okay, thanks." And I was like. Oh, I'm the I'm the big nerd here walking out of the gas station. <laughs> e either that, either that, or maybe maybe it was a like a friend or or a boyfriend or something, and she just snagged the mask walking out the door. Because That's I don't know how you guys are doing it right now, but I'm walking around with these puppy dog masks on. It's just whatever I have. Like I don't care. I I've got the surgeon mask from work. Like we get two new oh, ones every nice. week. So like th th not the not like the really nice ones. The mm -hmm. you know like the basic like paper ones essentially yeah we only get two a week though so we gotta use them sparingly but like i, I would i would say you're probably right but she did give me this look of mm -hmm. it was this nervous look yeah. of yeah. dude don't tell these people about this thing yeah yeah don't <laughs> expose me don't expose me as a fan so she left me hanging as an anime fan just she betrayed <laughs> betrayed me she betrayed her own she sold out her own but it was all right it was kind of it was a, it was a bit of, it was a little bit embarrassing, but 
I don't really give a fuck. You know, but the thing is, is that you also have to be able to do it in coded language. I guess so. I guess I just, you know, it's, 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 it's a club. <laughs> You're in a club. You gotta be able to, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to fucking do the, the, the handshake. I don't know, man. Let your freak flag fly. If you like something, you like something. Yes. You like what you like. Well, let's not hurt anybody else. I, well, I think we're finally at a point where geek culture is is cool. Well, I think it's cool for like, you know, 20 year olds. But I think like somebody looks at me and they're like, you fucking old man. Like, why are you an anime weirdo? You know what I mean? It could maybe be. Maybe that's not I, the case. <laughs> but I, I it could like be. It, it could be. And, and, and it probably depends on where you live. And it probably depends on, on the, the types of people that you surround yourself with, because you know I um I've I, I've always been involved with um with this uh, this mm. like small crowd of musicians, and there's they, they their ages range, and of course over the years they've they've gotten older because I've been involved um, for a while, and there's a high saturation with the musicians. There's a high saturation of anime there. They, they, they all know the references. Um, and it's not just anime, you know, a lot of like the video game culture and stuff like that. And uh, it's, it's weird for me because I don't even know what they're, what, what they're talking about. But um, I, I, I think some things are universal, no matter what age you are. <laughs> if somebody else is interested in it, then it's cool. Um, Anime is just one that I think is taking it's taking um, our culture a while to accept it into into the pop culture, which I think it, I think it's almost there. Maybe it already is there. I think in another ten years it'll be there because, like, we grew up watching cartoons on Saturdays, and yes, they weren't anime, but they you know what I mean. There's st- we still have hold a nostalgic place for them. It's not yeah. just like that was just kid shit. No, no, it's like no, I I have fond memories of that of my childhood on Saturday mornings watching cartoons, right? So it's not so much of a stress. And we remember some of those cartoons had quasi like adult themes, like not adult, like sexual themes, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, like adult problems, like relatable and universal problems. They weren't just like, you know, they weren't just like, you know, just like goofy. It wasn't all just goofy shit. So yeah. I mean, if you remember the song, Particle Man on Tiny Toon. Ironically, the most adult cartoon was Goof Troop. I don't know what Goof Troop is. I didn't watch too much Goof Troop. It's it was uh it's Goofy and his son. Like oh. it's like Goofy Goofy like in his own universe essentially. And Still did you part say, of the Disney did universe. you say it was ironic? I, yeah, she said it's not some goofy shit and it's like ironically oh. the most adult show was Goofy. Oh, yeah. But like if you remember, do you remember um some of the little song shorts? That, that that Tiny Toons had, they had they had one called Particle Man, and if you actually listen to the lyrics, like the video looks all goofy, but if you listen to the lyrics, they're kind of talking about like the theory of relativity. <laughs> they're talking about like like particle physics versus like universe physics, and it's like, yeah, it's just casually just thrown into a kid show, just thrown in there, you know. They won't listen; they'll well, just sing. The song. I mean, so the Tiny Toons music video episode is probably one of the most remembered and socially referenced uh, episodes of, of a lot of cartoons. Anyway, I wouldn't say the most, but a lot of them, but I mean, you also had like, uh, they might be giants. I think did two or three songs on that. Cause that's particle man is they might be giants. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, they also did Constantinople, right? Which is like, yeah, yeah. It was a bunch a cover, of like, historical yeah. references, right? There's still, still like, there's some historical references there as well. Right. You know, like Tiny Toons, yeah, Tiny Toons. So the 
that period of time was kind of this weird renaissance in American animation where because like you know a lot of your Saturday morning cartoons they talk about that is that they were actually animated the Saturday morning stuff at least when we were kids was ironically Japanese animation because all that stuff was subcontracted out to Toei and everything else like G.I. Joe you know fucking Transformers visionaries you know like even the fucking care bear like all that stuff was either either all that stuff was either japanese or korean um and like in the late 90s there was kind of this bloom of american animators that just like you know and the and the guys in kind of the studios that were like hey we want to make cartoons but we don't want to make fucking little kid cartoons we want to make cartoons that kind of amuse us and that was you know like freakazoid and and animaniacs and you know the spider the spider man you know like the fox stuff with did with the x yeah the batman the, the, ba- the, the batman in the animated series yeah an excellent fucking series which ironically was japanese animated as well but um really that i didn't know yes uh same guys who did um actually no, uh gargoyles which actually was the same guys who did uh saint Seiya or whatever whatever the fuck the a couple of things. It's, it's kind of weird because, like, you actually like see, like, it's almost like a retelling of that story in other contexts. But it's, um, I mean, like, you know, D- Disney had the Disney had some kind of real stinkers, though. How do we get on to? How do we get on to Saturday morning? You know, you know, we've gone over an hour when we when we start drifting like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like. It's like our little signature. It's like you, you know, it's past four a.m. when everyone's stuck on the meaning of life. Yep, that's true. <laughs> you know, we're just sitting in a circle, t- shitting on each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that is fun. That is fun. It is circle of circle of hate is so much fun. And our listeners, for those that know it, they know it. For those that don't, um, man, it's great. It's uh, it's it's your one opportunity in life to just make fun of the person. Um, Sitting with no, next to or with across. like no, with no like no recourse. Yeah, no recourse, and like no one's allowed to really like bring it up as like afterwards. It's just that's in that moment. It's the existence. It is there. time for the airing of grievances. It <laughs> yeah. is not time for the test of strength. <laughs> Man, how, f- how far are how far over are we? About five minutes. All right. <laughs> We gotta kill it. We can kill it. All right. Okay. <laughs> now, the, now the death comes. Can, can, uh, you, can you kill it and grill it? You can't grill it. You can shill it. You can shill for it. Um. With that, we are going to bid you adieu. I believe that's a French term, but I'm uncultured, so au revoir, as they would say. Um. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we appreciate your continued support. We're always looking for comments, uh, or if anybody has any topics you'd like to have discussed or or any of that good stuff. Um, does anybody know what the limit is on the, uh, on, the, on the meeting, the Google meeting? Less or more than what we have right now. Okay. You're talking so, about, like, the participants, like if we wanted yeah. to have a guest on? Yeah, if, we, if anybody wants to come on. Honestly, we, just shoot us we, a message. We can do it. The, the The technical issue that we run into is the lack. We, we have to bank on the fact that the person has a microphone that's as right. good as ours. 
That's true. But you know what? As long as it's better than Gunners, we'll be okay. <laughs> as long as it's a fucking pterodactyl chirp, <laughs> first three minutes of the fucking podcast, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be okay. Um, but with that, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, you know, give us a like, a listen, tell your friends about us. Even if you think we're terrible, be like, Hey, listen to this terrible podcast. At least just one episode. Maybe they'll find some interest in it. But, uh, I've gotten some pretty pretty nice things said to me for from some people that listen. So, for the seven people that listen, thank you for your continued support. And uh, I'm gonna just take us. Yes, <laughs> gonna take us out. Qui a fait le fromage? Qui a fait le fromage? Qui a fait le fromage?